0: Just get ready to
1: receive. It's going to be a great, great day. You know, I think we've got to start a countdown as well to that great day in the Dome, 30th of January. Wow. All right. The 30th of January. We are starting in the Dome officially. (laughs) All right. So we're going to look at a countdown and get to that day. How many days? Because I think we've got to start counting backwards at the same time. But uh, we're going to come. We're going to celebrate together. And uh, on the 30th of January, we're going to be in the Great Dome. Faith on fire is happening. Glory. Right there in the dome, February 2022. It's all happening. I believe it's happening.
2: I believe it's happening.
1: It's going to happen. They tell me it is happening February 2022. And the Lord said, if my people will grab a hold of the vision, I will come and manifest my abundance in every one of their lives.
3: Darkness will never overcome or subdue or suppress the light of the glory of God.
1: you to be a part. It's going to be about the presence of God. It's going to be about a move of God. And I want to invite every single one. Zoomers, how many of you are coming for at least one day in February? Come on, if you're coming for one day, give me a thumbs up. All right, give me a thumbs up. If you're coming for at least one day, I want to see so many of you out there. Get on Zoom, participate with us. All right, participate. There we go. we got some more Zoomers giving us thumbs up. It's all going to be happening. The month of February in Buffalo City, East London, the power of God is going to be shared abroad. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And we're so excited about it. Now, if you want to be a part, there's two ways for you to do that. You can send us an email at faithonfire at myfaithtv.com. And they said, please tell everyone just to send an email today. Because last night we crashed the servers. All right? So we... And now, listen, these are international servers, all right? These are, these are people that are running our boy. servers. The big boys in America, these servers, okay? We crashed the servers. And um, and uh, we need you. We need yeah. you just to be patient. They said, please don't tell anyone to try and register tonight. So I'm going to ask you, register tonight, okay, <laughs> they said, tell us, tell us tell, please tell people not to register tonight, the servers are down, okay, so I'm going to give you the website, myfaith.tv, all right, don't do it tonight, but tomorrow, Jenny and I won't be with you tomorrow, but tomorrow you can go on and register for Faith on Fire, yeah. just write it down, take a screen, grab, take a photo of that um, uh, 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 QR code that I believe will stay on the screen for a few moments and uh, is there and all the rest of it. So, you know, I'm talking about it and they take it away, but it is there. Uh, I believe by faith it's there. Okay, so send an email, uh, myfaithtv.com, or take the QR code, get the website, get it ready, and then log on to the website tomorrow and sign up. It's free of charge. Sign up to any one of the events. Sign up to whichever days you believe you're going to be coming to be a part of the great dome opening and the great dome meetings that are going to be taking place the whole month of February. All right? We're going to be worshiping God. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And we want you to be a part of it. We want every one of our partners to be a part. All right? Every Facebook ambassador, you have special seating. All right, we have special seating for every one of our Facebook ambassadors. Praise God. All right. So you need to if you've been a faithful Facebook ambassador, you need to be in the comment section note that you are a Facebook ambassador and we will be sending every one of the Facebook ambassadors that are Facebook ambassadors, we're going to be sending you a special code. All right? So so we've already got your emails as a Facebook ambassador. We're going to be sending you a special code that you can use as a Facebook ambassador to get a special seat. I promise you seats, and I'm going to honor that, and I'm going to have a special seat for you. As Facebook ambassadors, you've carried us for two years. You've stood in the gap, and we want to bless you. Every one of our partners, every one of those that are watching, everyone that is a partner to the Faith Broadcasting Network, one way or the other, you've got to come at least one day in that month. You've got to come and celebrate with us. Jen and I want you there. We want to welcome you. We want to hold you. We want to touch you. We want to love you. Yes. I want to get my Holy Ghost germs all over you. All right? I, I, I tell you, I, I, I want to. I, I want to. I want to believe that you know. There's no such thing as social distancing. In the presence of the
0: Lord. That's right.
2: Holy, Ghost contagious.
1: Holy Ghost contagious yeah. all over you. That's what we're going to do, Pastor yeah. Brian. That, that sounds great. I'm telling you, we're going to lay hands on you. We're yes. going to release the fire of God. The yeah. power of God's going to touch you in a supernatural <laughs> way that month. All right, we've got a whole lineup. Now, I'm going to quickly go through the lineup. Coming on the screen right now, the dates of the Youth Great Awakening. All right, it's called the Next Awakening. All right, so we're going to keep these dates on the screen for you. If you have young people, the weekend is the 6th to the 8th of February. It's going to be off the hook, and we want you to be a part. All right, so we've got a lot of things. We're starting on the 30th, and we're running through. Every day, we will be having a time together, so, but there are special highlighted days that I'm wanting to share with you now. All right, that you can get these dates set in stone on your calendar for certain dates that you want to come. The next Great Awakening, I believe, is 4 to 6. My apologies, 4 to 6, February 2022. This is the next Great Awakening.
0: But I believe that a generation is rising up in this hour because you have... Resurrection power living on the inside of them. i've been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ
2: in this time i prophesy to you as you declare the word of god as you believe god more
0: when the word of god gets into your heart when the word of god burns on the inside of you when the word of god is what you feast upon every single day when the word of god becomes your standard It sets you apart from everybody else.
1: The next great awakening taking place 4 to 6 February. Can you imagine thousands of young people just coming together?
0: It's going to change the the region. There's going to be an impartation. As we were sitting here earlier, during those, th- those times, there is going to be an impartation of God that's going to change their whole culture. They're going to grab a hold of it, take it back. The Facebook ambassadors, all of the youth, the adults, it, they're going to grab it and take it back. It's going to change their village, change their city, change their business, change their home, their family. It, God's power changes that's things. Right. It's going to that's happen. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. that following week, from the 8th to the 10th, Pastor, yeah. that 8th to the 10th, we are gathering the eagles. All right, and God told me to call it the gathering of the eagles coming together, men and women in ministry, five-fold ministers. I want you to write down these dates right now coming on the screen. All right, the gathering of eagles is now the next strap that I need on the screen. All right, the gathering of eagles is where it's all going to be taking place, and that is taking place from the 8th to the 10th of February. 8th to the 10th of February, And that is going to be about men and women in full-time ministry or part-time full-time ministry leaders that are coming from all over, five-fold ministers, 8th to the 10th of February. You don't want to miss. This is going to be food to your spiritual body. This is going to be a great awakening in your life. We've got incredible guest speakers that are going to be imparting life and life abundant into your life. And so come on, eagles, men and women of God, you want to be there 8 to 10 February.
4: There is a sound. Can you hear it? It is the cry of a lost and dying world in need of saving. But there is another sound. The voice of God goes out and he calls. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Today is the day of the baptism of fire in your home. It is time for the church to arise and shine, for Jesus is still building his church and the gates of hell is still powerless to prevail over it.
1: We are fighting a fight
4: of faith. God promised that once more, he would shake the heavens and the earth. He says, I need you. I need you to shake nations. I
1: need you to shake cities.
4: The time has come for the fivefold to arise as one and advance the kingdom of God on a scale the world has never seen before.
1: God says, I need
4: vessels.
1: I need men and women that will hear my voice.
4: God's been calling you. We're calling upon every five-fold minister and leader to join us at the Faith Dome in Buffalo City, South Africa, Tuesday to Thursday, 8 to 10 February 2022 for three days of impartation, activation, and prophetic insight into 2022 and beyond.
1: Gathering of Eagles, all happening, and we'll release all the guest speakers' names as soon as we can. We're finalizing everyone. It's gonna be a powerful, powerful time. Then, Jen, that weekend, 11 to 13 February, we move on to the ladies. Talk about the ladies to the ladies.
3: you do not want to miss this i know that the men are going to be crying because they cannot be in that building (laughs) but i want to tell you something the presence of god there's nothing more than well he doesn't want to do anything more than manifest himself to you so if there is anything that you have in your heart I'm telling you now, God is not just going to meet that need, but He is going to overseed it. He is going to come and pour Himself out upon you, that you will never be the same again. Because when it comes to encountering Jesus, He doesn't just heal you, He makes you whole. He makes you whole and He empowers you with Himself. So I believe that that weekend is going to be just a total transformation of lives and it only comes from an encounter with Jesus himself, and that's that's what I'm expecting.
1: All right, so it's called
3: Encounter
1: Jesus Ladies Weekend. Take a look.
3: Get ready, church. Get busy, church. Get on purpose, church. He's coming back for a bride who is living on purpose. We have the Spirit of God on the inside of us. That's why we have His Word. It brings wisdom. It brings direction. It brings comfort. It brings peace.
1: Come on. All right, ladies encounter. Then, then, we go on the 15th to the 17th, all right, 15th to the 17th, we have the entrepreneurs and the kings. All right, all the business people, all the business people are coming together. Two days, businessmen ah. and businesswomen, 15 to 17. We don't have a role in for you for that just yet. They're still working on it. Okay, but it's going to be a powerful be awesome. business. Yeah. This is going to be it's a great be awesome. yeah. I'm looking. Great. You guys are sitting here saying, we want to do <laughs> that.
0: What a great lineup of events and just impartation of that great. power of God, awesome. favor of God. And
1: yeah. we're, going to, we're going to be focusing each of those three days to different groups of people. And that's why I want you to know. Yeah. And some of you might say, I want to be at all of them. Be at all yeah, of I I them. I see that. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to all
3: volunteer at right. all the days. <laughs> so I'll and we need evening. volunteers. Okay,
1: we need volunteers. And you're welcome to come. But... But understand the teaching and the preaching is going to be geared for those individuals, yeah, okay, man. and that type. And at the, at the Entrepreneurs and Kings, we're going to be discussing business stuff. We're going to be talking about uh, kingship in business and helping you. And we're going to have practical times. There's workshops. A lot of things are planned over wow. those, those particular days, and we'll give you more information about that. And then 18th to the 20th. Alright, 18th to the 20th of February is our worship weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't wait. One voice. One voice worship. Do we have the worship road in ready, guys, or don't we? One voice worship. Okay, we they're working on that one as well still, and we'll have that up for you by next week. All right, but uh, I'm so excited. Matt and Kelly Gilman are gonna be there leading yes. worship. All right. We 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 got some other lineup of, of Joe and And Becky Cruz are going to be there. There's going to be worship teaching, worship impartation. Adrian Singh is going to be there. There's going to be many others, Mm -hmm. great worship leaders from all over the world. It's going to be off the hook, the worship weekend, 18 to 20, 20th February. And that is not going to be a concert. It's not going to be a concert. It's going to be about entering in, entering in the throne room of God. 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 And then the 22nd Mm -hmm. to the 24th of February. 22nd to 24 February is going to be our supernatural week. Yeah. All right. We actually it looks like it's going to start the Monday night, and we're going to run through, and we're going to believe God for the fire and the power of the healing presence of God oh, like never God. before Hallelujah. for that week. Hallelujah. All right. It's going to be absolutely incredible, and that is going to culminate into our opening celebrations on that weekend. All right. In the dome, the grand opening of the 25th to the 27th of February, and we will end on Sunday, the 27th of February, unless God tells us to keep going, <laughs> all right? But that's that's the plan. That's the plan, and it's going to be absolutely out of this world, all right? when right? Go. When we, we've got things lined up for that grand opening. It's going to be great. I'm not going to tell you all the secrets <laughs> just yet, all right? But we're going to eat good. We're going to have the presence of God in a powerful way, and we're going to be fellowshipping one with the other. The whole month of February, 2022. Keep it open. Get your dates. Get things set. Get everything ready. People are saying, "Well, I want to. I, I want to be there. I, I want to be there." And I want to encourage you to be there. Okay, to be there. This is what God is going to be doing. God is going to be moving in a very, very special way. And and I'm excited. I'm excited about that. God is is. The, I feel. Even right here, you, you yeah. know, we, we're sitting right now, Pastor Brian, Nicole, we've got the project we're busy building out up the road. Yes. Sir. Beautiful facility, all right, that we will be starting the tear down on. We've got the plans and uh, we've we got everything. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful what it's going to look like. And that we're going to open later on in the new year. But we're starting church no matter what. God has given us a temporary facility. And we're moving into that temporary facility on the 12th of uh, December. And we're going to bring you Eddie James and Tony Suarez for three days. Over that time, it's going to be great. And then we're going to be live in that facility every Sunday. And then we're going to have our grand opening of our new facility later on in 2022. God has prepared the church. 2022 is a year of explosion. 2022 is a year of multiplication for the church. It's a year of double for the church like never before. I believe it without a shadow of doubt. And tonight, God's going to stir your heart. So so I'm excited about tonight.
0: It's going to be great. You know, as people will seek the heart of God, they'll hunger and thirst after him. They shall be Filled, yeah. they'll be filled, and God makes a promise. It's not just a just enough. God will overflow you. He will. On, he will. The, the word there actually means gorge. You will be gorged on, on. His goodness. That's what it yeah. means. You, he, they will be gorged, and we'll, but we got to move our hearts to that place. I'm thinking about the event in South Africa, and I'm looking at it like when people will purpose in their heart to go after God like that in an event like that in the Supernatural Week. How can he not move? How can people not get miraculous healing? No, they've purposed in their heart to go after him. He will move. That's who he is. He's given us a promise. God's going to heal. He's going to deliver. He's going to give life. They're going to receive an impartation to go back and lead their church and their communities. God's going to move. It's going to change things. I can just sense it. Right. Same thing here. We drove by the new facility last night. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. God is moving. Are we? Are we going after Him? I want to grab a hold of Him. I want to.
5: Come on. Yeah. Come on.
1: Amen.
0: It's, all
5: happening. it's it, all happening.
0: It is. It is. When you know,
5: when I think about, we talk about it at my church. Well, uh, when I'm doing the tithes and offerings, I think about the young boy, and I, I say he brought a happy meal. Right. Yeah. yeah. He brought what little he had, and they took it and it was so much. They needed men, not boys, (laughs) grown men with basket after basket after basket of leftovers. This is what God is looking to do to you. He's looking, he's saying, just cry out to me. I don't care what you think you have or what you think you don't have. Just come to me with who you are. That's all he's looking for. He's just looking for a heart that is hungry for a touch from God when you come with him, with just a little bit you have, you will be super naturally yes. just lifted up in ways you can't imagine. This event in February, I'm telling you now, if you can get there, and if you've got plane, train, automobile, anything, you can get there. Let's call donkey. yes yeah.
2: Don't, yeah,
5: Jesus rode a donkey. Ride a donkey if you need a donkey. But you need to get there, because as you're talking about this, and look, I've I'm impressed with the person that says, I'm going to volunteer every day so I don't miss anything. That's a heart that God can do something with. That's like, I don't care what it takes. I'll scrub a toilet. As long as I can get the word of God in me, that toilet scrubber, you're going to walk out with more than many people because you're hungry. You're willing to do whatever it takes. Lord, it's not enough for one day. He can do a lot come in on, one day. If you can only on, yeah. get there, get there one day. <laughs> because one touch from God will change everything. But if you can get there and feast, feast, because you're going to find out yourself, your family, your business, your ministry, it won't look the same That's by the right. end of 2022. And it's going to start with this event. You need to get come there. On. On. There's a power on it. I can feel it. Yes.
1: Send an email, faithonfire at myfaithtv.com. You'll get the link that you can go and then register, or you can go straight to our website, myfaith.tv. All right, go straight there, and you'll be able to click on the registration, but please don't do it tonight. All right, please only do it tomorrow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just (laughs) give them a chance. They promised me by midnight
1: tonight that the site will be back up, and uh, it's an international site, and they promised me it'll all be sorted out by tonight. Okay, and tomorrow we'll carry on the registration, but just get what God's got for you. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands right now, lift your hands, the fire of God. Come on, wherever you are, wherever you are, right now in that living room, in that hotel room, in that hospital bed right now, in that prison cell. In that bedroom right now, wherever you are. Come on, lift your hands. The fire of God. The fire of God. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
2: I will never
1: be ashamed. I will never be ashamed of the Holy Ghost on this network. That's why the Lord's given us this network. This is what separates this network from any other network. You'll hear us speak in tongues. You'll hear us pray in the spirit. You'll hear us sing in the spirit. This network will carry the end time fire of God to to the nations of the world. I believe it. I know it. And no matter what people will say, I only want his presence. His leading and guiding. Praise God.
3: That is our. And you know, the Lord dropped this um, scripture for me today. And I I know that we've been speaking about the event in February, but I feel this is for us now. For every single one of us that are here in the studio, that are working in the room behind, those of of you who are watching on whatever device, the precious Zoomers that are with us today, when I look at your faces, this is for you right now. As you open up your heart, The Spirit of God has already begun moving. He's already in your home. The atmosphere has already started changing. And I actually feel like we're going to facilitate the movement of God. And it's going to come like a mighty wind. It's going to come burning like a fire even now inside of you. And the scripture that I want to remind you of, and I want to declare this as the promise of God for you now. So pay attention with every part of you. In Psalm 22, verse 26, it says, They shall praise the Lord. Who shall praise the Lord? They who diligently seek for, inquire of, for Him, requiring Him as their greatest need. If you know that the only solution for whatever you are facing today is Jesus, and you have come today with a heart just like the woman with the issue of blood, just like the Jairus who came for his daughter, whoever, whatever it is on your heart, if you come with a hunger on the inside of you to meet God, to meet Jesus, to have his presence without limit on, saturate on, you, meet your need, fill you. If you just came to see the face of Jesus, then listen to what it says it says, May your hearts be quickened, not just now, yes. but forever. Let me tell you that word quicken. It's it's kind of like the same thing as when you take a socket, a a plug, you put it in the power socket, and electricity begins to flow. It is a surge of life, a surge of Holy Ghost supernatural power that comes on the inside and shocks your whole system. It reboots everything on the inside of you. So your heart will never be the same again your soul, your mind, your thinking will never be the same again. It's when the supernatural moves upon the natural and everything changes. That is a quickening that he's going to do on the inside of you, that it'll not just be for now, but it will last for eternity. Yeah. It will mark you for eternity if that's what you are hungry for god has promised it that you come with come a on, heart seeking on, after him on, yeah. alone he says your heart will be quickened you will receive a surge of supernatural power that will not just be for now but will mark you for eternity and it's for anyone who is hungry anyone who comes ready don't just put your toe in the water. There is a river of yes. living water that is flowing yes. in this place right now. It is a mighty, rushing water. And let me tell you, don't just come and, and, and just play around, but dive in. Yes. Dive in now as we worship Him. Dive in now and receive that river. Let it flow over in Jesus' name. Oh, worship Him, worship Him,
1: worship Him, worship Him right now. Yes. Yes. Just worship Him wherever you are. Zoomers, lift your hands, begin to worship. For us to use your camera shot, you need to be a worshiper. So worship Him on Zoom, worship Him on Facebook, worship Him in your home, worship Him wherever you are right now. Come on, let's just allow the glory of God to fill this room and your room right now through these these airwaves in the name of Jesus. Come on, remnant, let's worship.
2: fear the shame. Speed.
1: hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah! come on just lift your hands right now wherever you are just lift your hands worship him worship him worship him come on let's just love it let's just love him let's just love in his presence is so strong so real so real right now come on let's just love it before the word come on just love it just love it just get lost in his presence right now just get lost in his presence right now
0: Father, we just thank you so much for your goodness and your presence. Lord, we exalt you today. Father, let us walk in the fullness of your call to be, Lord, in a a partnership with you, a covenant fellowship, an intimate fellowship with you. This is what Jesus died for, to get us eternal life, and eternal life is to know you, to know you intimately, to stay in that intimate fellowship with you. Father, what an opportunity, what, what an honor that you've given to us, that you've bestowed upon us to be a part of you, to be a part of your family, to walk with you, to be your ambassador. Today, Lord, we just take up the responsibility of that. We take up the call of that, to be everything you've called us to be, to hold nothing back, to go after you with everything that we have. Lord, you've given us everything. You've already granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. We have everything we need to go after you. We have everything we need to go after you. Lord, we set our heart, like your word says in 2 Corinthians 9, we set our heart, we purpose our heart to give to you. We take that principle of your kingdom. And when we purpose our heart and get intentional in our heart, Lord, I give you me. I give you finances. I give you resources. Lord, your word says you will give us the supernatural grace and empowerment to be who you've called us to be, to have the resources. You'll put seed in our hand that we didn't have before when we will purpose our heart. So, Father, we purpose in our heart today to lay ourselves on the altar. Our life is yours, Jesus. Our life is yours. Our work is yours. Our, Our time is yours. Lord, we give ourselves to you knowing that your love demands, your love demands that anything you ask us for and anything that we give to you, it is always an opportunity to increase. Your love won't let it be anything else. Your perfect love, your absolute love. When we give to you, Father, you, when we honor you, you've already declared it. I will honor you. And Father, that exchange of honor from us to you, it's not fair. It's weighed in our favor. What we can give you pales in comparison to what you want to give to us. What an opportunity. What a Father. What a loving Father and an almighty God. Come on. What an almighty God that we serve. Oh Lord, you opened up an opportunity for the ages, for all eternity, to, for us to be a citizen of your kingdom, a member of your family, to be like you, to operate like you. Father, we thank you. None of that is possible without your love, without Jesus, without the flow of the Holy Ghost. Lord, today, flow in us. Have your way in our lives. Direct our steps. Lord, you are the director. You are the director of our lives today. You are the director. Everything you tell us to do, we will do. You're our Lord. Father, we believe in you. We trust you. We know that supernatural resurrection power was released when God brought you back up from the grave through the power of the Holy Ghost. And now you've blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. We're not left in the place of lack. We're not left in the place of that death. No, we've been raised to life today. And Lord, we're going to do something with that life. We're going to receive from you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, we've we've talked about it already today. Just the fire of God and the hunger of God and the things that the Lord has for us. We just, the Lord wants us to go after him. I want to, if you have your Bible, turn to Revelation chapter 1 and just get ready. Just get ready to receive. You're going to a different level today. As you as you purpose in your heart, you are going to a different level today. Why? Because you're not going to exhaust the levels of God. He's too big. He's too good. He's too mighty. And he's purposed in his heart to make you the apple of his eye. He's purposed in his heart to know so much about you, to care for you. The word says, cast your cares on God. I say it like this because... You're not anointed to care for you like God cares for you. God has a care and a concern and a love for you that is so high. He even knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows all of that. I don't know that. I have no clue. But God does. He cares about you. And he's going to move in your life today. Just say that. Say, Lord, you're going to move in my life today. I know it. I know it. And I receive it. Look at this revelation about Jesus in Revelation 1 and verse 10. I just want you to see a picture of Jesus, our Savior. Verse 10, he says, I was, John says, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see. Send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, and Sardis, and Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the middle of the lampstands, which is the church, Jesus loves his church. He wants to be involved in his church. Jesus is there. He's watching his churches. He wants to see you. He wants to see me. He wants to pour out his blessings. He's involved with his church. The church is beloved to Christ. The church is beloved to Christ. He says in the middle of the lampstands, I saw one like a son of man. Clothed in a robe reaching to his feet, and girded across his chest was a golden sash. His head and his hair were white, were white like wool, like snow, and his eyes were a flaming fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, which, when it had been made to glow in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of many waters in his right hand he held the seven stars and out of his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword and i want you to get this and his face was like the sun shining in its strength have you ever been inside and maybe had the windows closed and it's the middle of the day like the noonday sun The sunshine and it's not cloudy you step out of that place you step outside and all of a sudden it's so bright it almost hurts your eyes because it's so bright this is what he's describing he was like the sun in its in its power in its glory John turned around and sees this he sees this heavenly figure full of power and the glory of God he says when I saw him I fell at his feet like a dead man. Can you imagine that? Having a moment and Jesus shows up in your life and all of a sudden you see his power and glory. Just like on the Mount of Transfiguration when he revealed a little bit of who he was. They fell at his feet. They wanted to start building temples. It was so powerful they wanted to start building things to worship him. Here's John. He turns around. He sees him like a flame of fire. His eyes like a flame of fire. His feet glowing like hot metal, like that bronze, glowing. And he sees him like the noonday sun, all of his glory. What happens? John, John says, I fell at my feet, fell at his feet like a dead man. Why? We're in a corrupted world. We've seen bad things. We've seen sin. We partook of sin. And all of a sudden, the devil wants to remind you of that. But God says, I want to take my glory, and I want to put it on you. In Isaiah, it says this, arise, shine. He says, I'll take my, I'm paraphrasing, he'll take his glory. Put it on you that you might burn with his glory. Be a light of his glory in the midst of darkness and deep darkness. God has a plan not to keep his glory from you, but to get his glory to you. How is it so that Moses, under the curse of sin, without Jesus, stands on top of a mountain and says, God, show me your glory. And he doesn't get burnt up, but God says, I will show you my glory and causes Moses a man that's under the curse without Jesus, to shine like he shines. How much more do we have with Jesus Christ who has redeemed us from the curse, who has set us in heavenly places with him, who has clothed us with the glory of the Father? We should be walking on a level that we've not seen before. There's some things that we need to see, and it's time for that glorious church to arise. Out of the presence of God, out of this intimate fellowship with God, this glorious church to arise, God has a plan not to hold it back, but God has a plan to draw us in, to quicken us into His presence. Come on. Jesus said this He said, Don't be afraid. I want you to see this. He didn't say, Yeah, John, you better run from me. You better be scared of me. No, He says this He says, When I fell at his, I fell at his feet like a dead man when I saw him. And he placed his right hand on me saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. And I was dead and behold, look, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. I have the keys. In other words, Jesus was saying, I don't have a plan to withhold it. No, let me touch you with my right hand. Let me impart, let me lay hands on you and impart some of this glory. I'm calling you up to be a church filled with this glory. Where is this church today? Where is this church? It's time to see a glorious church, a people that walk in the power of God, not being held back. It's time to see this glorious church. There's a quickening in the spirit of the people that are listening to it now. There's something that's happened in the last couple of years. There's a shaking and a sifting. The things of God are not being shaken, but the things of the world are being broken off of us. We need to get hungry for the things of God. We need his fire. We need his glory. We need this fire of God to come on us now. It's time not to be held back. But to give God glory by walking in His glory, point every bit of His praise and worship to Him. But let the world see Him in us. It's where we are, where we are in time. He doesn't have a plan to hold it back. He wants to get His fire on you. On. Luke three sixteen. John says, "I'm not fit to untie His sandals." He said, "But one's coming that's mightier than I." He says, and Jesus talking about Jesus. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. This is not just a touch. It's a complete immersion in the Holy Ghost. It's a complete immersion in the fire of God. Luke 12, 49 says this. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled before he ascended to heaven. How I wish it was already on, but then he, he went away. He sent the Holy Ghost to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. He also wants to baptize us with the fire of God. Come on. I want you to think about this, almost like a lamp. I was in Israel last year and I got one, I got one of those lamps. It was precious to me, it meant something to me. A, a little oil lamp and it had a wick in it and the, and the bowl And I I got to thinking about it. You have the baptism of water, of repentance into Jesus Christ. You have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and you have a baptism of fire. And one of the things that's interesting to see is you've got the baptism of water representing Jesus, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you know, in the oil of God, and the baptism of fire, our God is a consuming fire. Every part of who God is, every part of him, God wants you immersed in him. You know, if our if our lives are the wick in that lamp, before we knew Jesus, sin was in the way. Dirt, The dirt of sin was ground into every fiber of that wick. But as we repent and we come to the Lord, make him the Lord of our lives and believe that God raised him from the dead, there's a cleansing, the washing of the water of the word, the washing of the water of Christ that cleans all of that dirt out of the pores of that wick. It makes it ready. It could not even receive the oil and the fuel before that. But once it was washed, it could absorb the oil again. So he baptizes us in a clean cleanliness. He baptizes us, making our sins, washing them away. We are now whiter than snow, ready to receive the fuel of God to be his witnesses. And then we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's like dipping us in the oil of God himself, an eternal fuel, ready to keep going and keep burning. The Ephesians 5 says, don't just be baptized once, be baptized continuously. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. We're to constantly allow and ask God to fill the lamp with his oil. With his oil to burn. And there's a thing about this, I... You know, if I'm cleaned in that water, there's times where I might be tempted to get some of that sin or dirt back on me. I shouldn't, but I, there's a temptation to. If I'm, if I'm baptized with the oil, I can, if you can imagine, if I had a very sweet aroma, oil, and fragrant, I could get it on me. I could bump up against somebody, and I could get that oil on them. They could, they could smell that sweet aroma. Definitely, they would be able to tell there's a change. But that dirt can come back if I allowed it. The oil can stop. If I don't stop being filled, I can can give it away. and, And I can walk away almost the same as I was. But when fire touches an object, that object changes forever. They're marked. The DNA of that object changes. There's a baptism of fire that will change you forever. There's a baptism of the fire of God that will leave you forever, Mark. Nothing will satisfy you. Nothing. There's something that will drive you. You are changed. The fire of God will consume those things. The fire of God is what we need in our life. And God doesn't have a plan to hold it back from you. He's got a plan to get it to you. Years ago when Nicole and I were, we basically had just gotten married and we had nothing living in a house what we lovingly somewhat referred to as the ugly house. You could see what the weather was by looking through uh, the gap between the floor and the wall and find out if it was raining or not and weeds would come up through and it was, it was a place and it was a place to start. But you know, we didn't have anything in that, in that time. We, we had us, we didn't have any money to speak of. We didn't even know at that point we had grown up basically poor and and um, we're sitting in that place and we have us and Jesus. Yeah. And we started going after the Lord. We spent time with him. Lord. We spent time in the word. We we would watch we would watch Holy Ghost anointed preachers yeah. and and ruin VCR tapes. I mean, we just yeah. watched them yeah. till they were worn out. Yeah. One of those preachers was David Hogan, a, a missionary and apostle and Mexico, and he had done a series of tapes at Brownsville Revival. That's where God called me to preach. And then he had a series of tapes called Faith to Raise the Dead. And when I saw those, I said, where is this kind of preaching in America? I said, where are the preachers like this that are bold and confident? It's a marker of the Holy Ghost and a marker of God is a confidence, a confidence. In Acts, you see this. You could tell by their boldness. They weren't educated men. They were uneducated. But by their boldness and confidence, they could tell they had been with Jesus. I saw this on this man. He started talking about a baptism of the fire of God. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't have anybody around me. But I knew this. It started a search for Nicole and I to find men and women in the world that carried something that actually fulfilled the realities of this holy book where are those people where are those men and women the lord led us uh, to places like this like faith tv a, a, a network unashamed of yeah. the gospel unashamed of the holy ghost unashamed of the gifts of the spirit i loved hearing that earlier He led us to people like Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. He led us to people like Brother Tracy Harris. He led us to people that were not just talking about the power of God. They were flowing in the power of God. They had manifestation of it. They were inheriting the promises, walking in the oil, walking in the fire, marked forever. We wanted these men. Last year, uh, Stephen and I got to go and and literally meet with Bishop Oyedepo and Pastor Adeboye. A beautiful time. It was, it, see, when you get hungry for the things of God, God will bring a supply to you. I said, Lord, I need men in my life that are not talking about this. I need men in my life that can impart to me that are walking it. They're living it. They're living this thing. And and we believe, Lord, let me be around them. Let me receive impartation. Let me sow into their lives. I want to sow. And the Lord let all of that, let, let us to all of that. And things changed. Things changed. But we must get hungry. We talked about that earlier. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. They shall be filled. They shall be filled. That's a promise of God. They shall be filled. Just yell it with me. I shall be filled. shall be filled. filled. Because I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to be hungry for the things of God. His righteousness is what's right in his sight. What is God called right? I'm going to go after. I'm going to do that. I'm not going to go after what tradition has taught me. I'm not going to go after what what my grandparents may or may not have taught me. I'm going to go to the word and find out what God has said. What is right in his sight? What should I be believing? How should I be walking? What are those things? I won't be held back. I won't be held back. Lord, you paid for it. I will not set it to the side. I will honor the price of the life of Jesus Christ. I will honor it, and I will live like him. If he gave the rest of his life for me, then I should give the rest of my life for him. And that's what will happen. That's what will happen for you as you set this in your heart. We must hunger for his things. That word there, I said it earlier. That word means, when it says hunger, it means to crave it. To crave it. We, we have a joke about this at my church. If you want to understand what I, what it means by crave, go on a fast. And about day three or four, when your spouse or you go to a restaurant and you smell all the food, that craving of your flesh in that moment is how we should crave the things of God. That's how we should crave. He makes us this promise. When we will crave the things of God, we shall be filled. Psalms 107, verse 8 and 9 says this. Let let them give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness and for his wonders to the sons of men. Verse 9. For he has satisfied the thirsty soul and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. The thirsty soul is represented like this. Like a predator seeks a prey. If we will seek God like a predator seeks a prey, if we'll run after him, if we'll chase after him, he says, you'll be filled. You'll be filled. Crave him. Seek him hungrily like a predator seeks a prey. Oh, God, I gotta have you. I gotta have you. God has a plan to get his fire in your life. I wrote these things down. We can get them to you if Dr. Andre wants to. Go on Facebook. We'll get it up there. Seven keys on how to get hungry for God. Seven keys on it. The Lord had me talking about hunger and humility. I went on an extended fast several, several uh, years ago. In that fast, the Lord started talking to me. He told me to go and not watch TV or any media for a year. From December to December. That changed my life. No input but God. My family's on that right now. We're on that, my whole family now. I did it, it, changed my life. My son, eight years old, my daughter, 19, my daughter, 17, we're all in it right now. No movies, no TV, no radio, no songs, no music, no books, no magazine, no scrolling on social media. Lord, if there's an input, we want you. That's where we are. That's where we are. He told me to do that. In that first year, the Lord spoke to me every single day, sometimes multiple times a day, and he said these two things, hunger and humility, hunger and humility, hunger and humility, and finally I realized he's telling me this because he wants to get across to me. Hunger and humility is not his responsibility It's my responsibility and it needs to be my responsibility every day for the rest of my life. He told me every day for a year, sometimes multiple times, I've got to put it in me. I've got to make it. I've got to make it a priority. And if I'll hunger after God, I'll be filled. And if I'll submit myself to God and be humble, I'll receive grace and greater grace. He's telling us these things not because he's holding back his goodness. He wants to give his goodness to us. He is not withholding any good thing to those who walk uprightly. God won't, if he didn't want us to have it, he shouldn't have put it in his word. All he had to do was leave it out, but he wrote it in there so that you and I can walk filled, can walk full of his fire. Seven ways of being hungry. Number one, it's not God's responsibility. It's not God's responsibility to make you you hungry, but what you can do is say, Lord, I ask you for help to be hungry. Lord, I ask you for help to be hungry. Two, recognize you have a need for hungering the things of God, after the things of God. Matthew 5, 6. You you need to get hungry. It's a command. When you look at the word of God, you've got to walk this way to have the fullness. I've got to walk hungry, Lord. Never dropping it down. Number three, stop eating and filling up on spiritual junk food. Stop eating spiritual junk food. Stop eating it. Stop eating the spiritual junk food. Go after God. You know, here's the thing about hunger. If you keep eating the wrong stuff when the right stuff comes along, you won't be hungry for it. If we keep eating all of the input from a corrupted world when it comes time to get into the word of God and receive from him, we won't be hungry. Ask God to help you move to hunger. Two, recognize your need for hunger. Three, stop eating and filling up on spiritual junk food. Four, fast and pray. Fast and pray. And listen, even, you know, sometimes I'll say the word fast and people just immediately shrink back. Whew, I don't want to, oh no, not fasting. Listen, Just that principle I told you earlier in 2 Corinthians 9. Set your heart to fast and God will give you a supernatural grace to do it like you've never done it before. It'll be supernatural. You'll be supernaturally empowered when you hunger after him and set your heart. Fifth key on getting hungry. This is a big one. Focus on the difference between God's normal, what God calls normal, and what your experience has been. We might have seen some great things, and a lot of people, they'll get Holy Ghost goosebumps in the service, but listen, think about how God talks. He says, Moses says, show me your glory. He's lit up like a light bulb, a man under the curse without Jesus. Enoch walked and talked with God till he took him. Peter walking on the water. God says it this way in Matthew 6. Pray this way. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no lack. There's nothing that's needed. There's a will of God to be done. It's time for the church, this glorious church, to arise and stop being satisfied with what we've had before and start looking to the fullness of what God has for us today. He's moving us up, and his word says this, that I want your steps, every step, to grow brighter and brighter to the noonday sun. God's not wanting to hold us back. He's looking for that glory to add to and multiply to as we look more and more like this Jesus that we see in Revelation. God wants us to walk like that. Step six, get around hungry people. Get around hungry people. Stop getting around people that have no hunger for the things of God. Get around some hungry people. I love, you know, one of our our best friends is uh, Ted Shelsworth Jr. and his wife Carolyn. They are hungry for the things of God. They are hungry. I've told them, I said, I love being your friend because you make me hungry for the things of God. You're going after them. Ah, You make me hungry. Get friends like that. Get friends like that. Get friends like Dr. Andre and Jenny. Get friends like that. Get friends like Stephen and Michaela Herbert. Get friends that they won't be satisfied sitting still. Average of the world is over in their thinking. What is this? This is the fire of God. It gets on you it burns you it changes your dna it marks you we need his fire we need to be hungry for his fire lord i won't be satisfied again point seven on how to get hungry get eternal eternally minded if we are only concerned about today and our life on this earth you will not be hungry for the things in eternity You will not be hungry for the awards that God has waiting for you. You won't be thinking eternally. We've got to think eternally. And as we do that, our hunger changes. It's a natural progression. Lord, I'm thinking about eternity. I'm not thinking about what I can grab here on the earth. I am working on eternal fruit here on the earth. Eternal fruit for today. Not just today fruit. We have fruit that must remain. When we get hungry for the things of God, all of a sudden the Lord will start pouring out on you. Brother Hagan had a statement. He said, when it's not of God, it seems like you have a check in your spirit. He would say, sometimes it feels like you're washing your feet with your socks on. And several years ago, I was preaching, and our church has always had good numbers, and people being born again, and the power of God, healing miracles. We've always... People being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's always been good. But a few years ago, I said, Lord, I feel like I'm washing my feet with my socks on. Something's just not right. I don't know what it is. And the Lord said, you need to get hungry. You need to get hungry. I went to a meeting and Lou Engle was there. He started talking about fasting. Of course, that's what he does. And uh, the Lord said, I want you to fast for 40 days. I said, what? Like if I know somebody that's fasted for forty days, I don't even know. I don't even know who they are. I, I don't know anybody personally. I did know some people. I just didn't know they had done it, but not many. I said, Lord, I, this you're talking about. This was in August. I said, we're moving into September. My birthday's in September. <laughs> My daughter's birthday's in September. Like I like cake, and I like birthday parties. Not to mention, I'm on the road, I'm trying, I got three trips in the next 40 days you want me to do this. Three trips. <laughs> I'm coaching soccer, running around the soccer field with all the kids, teaching them how to do this. Like, I need food. <laughs> the Lord said to me, he said, are you more hungry for birthday cake or are you more hungry for me? You know, it's hard to argue with the Lord. That was it. I said, Lord, I'm hungry. I gotta have you. Lord, I gotta have you. I cannot do this the same anymore. I I can't stay average. I can't stay at this place. God, I gotta have you. I gotta have you. I can't can't stay here. So the beginning of September, we started fasting, I think it was September 6th. My daughter's birthday came. Everybody's eating cake. My flesh didn't like it. My birthday came. Now, I'll tell you this. This blessed me. It was one day in the middle of it. It was about week four or five. And, uh, man, I just, my physical strength had just gone down to nothing that day. I was feeling it. I was tempted to eat. I'd gone to lunch with people, a uh, uh, lunch, a um, biblical lunch with a bunch of pastors and I watched them eat I'm driving home from Charlotte and I was hurting you know you get your mindset on something you you smell all that you start thinking about it I was hurting I called my leadership team I said y'all got to pray for me because I need help I need and this is what I said I need supernatural strength And so we prayed and Lord by faith we received I woke up one of the things I didn't want to do I did not want to I didn't want to do any work. (laughs) I'd wake up in the morning and be like, what do I have to do today? And that's all I'm doing, just enough to get by. I was just, I was drained in my energy. And the next day I woke up and a supernatural strength. I had not had anything extra. Nothing had changed except we had prayed and I had purposed in my heart, Lord, I'm yours. I'm hungry for you. I'm yours. And I believe, now watch this, by faith. I believe your supernatural grace and strength will empower me, and I'll have grace and greater grace. And the next morning I woke up, I did like three days' worth of work the next day. Nothing had changed physically, but everything had changed. I said, Lord, this is amazing. He said, this grace has been available to you every day of your life since you've been born again. It's just you just now put a demand on it. He will give you a supernatural strength. He'll give you a supernatural power to do the supernatural if you'll get hungry for him and go after that. I woke up the next day. That changed my life. I realized there's a whole other heavenly level that I could access by the word of God. And it's not a pipe dream. It was a reality. I finished that 40 days I preached. I got real skinny. And I finished that 40 days. I preached on Sunday that afternoon. I just started to nibble on a couple of things. I drove down to Tampa, Florida, and it was the minister. And God had this set up. The next day after the fast, I'm at the minister and leaders conference with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. Jonathan Shelsworth was there. He did most of the offerings that day. I think it was Thursday morning. He started talking about souls. He started talking about souls. Because years, years ago, when I got hungry for the things of God and I asked God for his fire, when I was watching that video with David Hogan, I said, Lord, I don't even know what that is. But if it's of you, Lord, I asked you for your fire. I went to a meeting. There was a guy, I was pretty religious at that time, but I was hungry. I had some stuff to work out, but I was hungry. A guy got up there. And uh, he was praying over people. He said, if you want the heart of God, you want the mind of Christ, get up. And I said, I want that, of course. I'm hungry for the things of God. He was praying over people. There was like 50 people in a line and like six lines, and I'm watching. Them. Every single one of them, he'd lay hands on them, they'd go back. Every single one of them, he'd lay hands on them, they go back, they go back. And I, the religious side of me you know, came out and said, now, Lord, I know. I know that you are not knocking down all these people. I know that's, like, how, why are you honoring this? Oh, the Lord was so gentle with me. Jesus said, you come to me. He said, take my yoke upon you. My ways are gentle. Yeah. He's gentle. He'll, his yoke is easy and light. We just need to come to him in humility and hunger after him. All of a sudden, I, he comes down, he's praying for him, praying for me. And, and here's what the Lord said. He said, you're right, not everybody is being slain in the spirit. And he didn't even answer my question, but he said this. He said, but some people, this is their way of humbling themselves to me and yielding to me. I said, well, Lord, I want to do that. The Lord said, then fall. Basically, fall in faith, expecting the supernatural. He came by, he prayed for me, and when he laid his hands on me, physically, I felt nothing. I felt nothing. When I laid back and hit the ground, It's like God took his finger, that finger of fire. He touched it. My wife can validate it. He touched his finger in my chest. Instantly, I shook under the power of God. I was baptized in the fire of God, and instantly I was in a vision, and I was standing up. The whole thing is very similar to Dr. Rodney's vision, although I didn't know him at that time. I'm standing up on a high place on a hill, and in front of me is a road. And then down this road is a sea of people, a multitude marching from my right to the left. And in the middle of it, I would see almost like in the Star Trek show where there would be a beam of light and people would beam up. These were the people that received Jesus and were born again. But at the end of the road, there was a cliff falling off into the lake of fire. And the people would be walking down the road, going through their life, and, and they wouldn't be thinking they'd be, they'd be partying. They'd be doing all kinds of stuff. But right at the end, at the edge of that cliff, they would recognize their position in eternity, about to be lost forever. They would throw up their hands, yell and scream, try to get the crowd. But the crowd and the wave of the world, the waves of the world, would push them over the cliff into that lake of fire for eternity. I started sobbing and weeping and sobbing and weeping, and I knew, I knew that I could not stay and stay in this world and not do something about that. I had to preach the gospel. I had to win souls and make disciples. My heart, it it felt like to me that there, because what was very interesting about this was in this moment, I felt, remember what I'd gotten up for prayer for, to receive the heart of God. And in that moment, everyone that fell off, not the mass, not just one, everyone felt like a dagger stuck into my heart and twisted I thought I was physically dying. I I said to the Lord, said, Lord, I don't think I can make this if you don't take this off of me. It hurts too much. I felt his heart for every soul that was lost, not just the believer, for everyone that was lost, made in his image and likeness his, his child. I woke up from that baptized in the fire of God, baptized in the fire. My body shook for three days. I couldn't stop it. I couldn't make it stop. I I would tell my wife, I'd say, feel this. Like, I can't stop it. My stomach would just sit and vibrate like this. All of a sudden, you know, any time after those three days, I would think about the Holy Ghost. I would pray in the Spirit. It'd start doing it again for months afterwards. I didn't really, honestly, I didn't know what I had. I didn't know, and there was nobody around me that knew what I had but I was marked. I was never the same after that. I, I couldn't be the same. I was changed. My spiritual DNA was changed in that moment. And so then I found myself hungering after the Lord. Lord, I, I don't know what's up, but I'm washing my feet with my socks on. Something's not right here in this church. The Lord said, get hungry. I want you to fast. I end up down there at the minister's conference. Jonathan's speaking one morn- morning. He's talking about souls. The anointing of God was in there. The Lord said, this is how I anointed you at the beginning of your ministry. Don't forget about it. It's all about souls. In this age, that's the cry of my heart. He cares about you. He loves you. He's got great plans for you. We as the church have to receive this fire and be who God's called us to be. Be who we've been called to be. Our God is a consuming fire. The Lord said to me right after that, he actually led me into another extended fast, and then that year of the media fast right after that. And then he said this to me, he said, what you're after? Because I was still hungry, I was looking for something. He said, what you're after is fresh fire. That, and I knew immediately what I'd had all those years before. And I knew immediately what I needed right now. And I got on my knees and I started asking the Lord, Lord, give me your fire. I got hungry for the fire of God. And before long, things changed. And the fire of God started to flow. And I just, I'd just i be praying over people and they'd start just sweating under the, the manifestation of the fire of God being imparted. You'd start to see people that were thinking different, that were acting different. There was this fire of God. Our God is a consuming fire. It burns up the junk in our lives. It burns it up. He refines us. He purifies us. He gets all of that common, profane garbage out of our lives. Turns us into the holy, the glorious, the shining like silver and gold that only he can have the purity of God's absolute fire. I'll remind you of this. Many times along that path, I didn't feel good enough to receive this. I'll remind you of Isaiah 6. Dr. Andre mentioned it earlier. I was already going there. Where Isaiah's sitting there, and all of a sudden, he comes into the presence of the Lord. And the angels are shouting, holy, holy. Holy. Holy is the Lord. And God's presence is there. And instantly Isaiah is reminded of his position. Like John in Revelation. But what he receives from the Lord in the Old Testament and in the New is not a God who says, I'm going to zap you, I'm going to kill you, get out of my presence. No, he says, let me have a touch in your life. An angel flies, grabs a coal from the fire of God. One moment, Isaiah's saying, I'm a dead man. I am undone. I live in a man in a world with people who have sinned in their speech. And I have been that guy. I'm done. I'm undone. I'm dead. And in a moment of the touch of God, every inadequacy, every inability, was wiped away with a touch of the fire of God to his lips. He went from, I'm a dead man, with one touch of the fire of God, to, here I am, Lord, send me. Is there anybody out there today you are in that position that God that God is calling you. He's drawing on your heart right now. I'm calling you up to hunger. I'm calling you to humility. I'm calling you to my glory. I'm calling you into my fire. Don't be afraid of my fire. Come into my fire. Let me purify you. Let me refine you. Let me put a word on your lips. Let me put a word of the fire on your lips. And all of a sudden, God can raise up a glorious church. He's saying, come up. To me, to my level. Come up inside of me. I've made you partakers of the divine nature. Partakers of his divine nature in Peter. Partners with the nature of God. Is there anybody out there? Just raise your hands. I see the people on Zoom. Just raise your hands right now. If if it's in your heart, you get serious with God. Lord, that's me. I want to be used by you. What a great opportunity. The creator of the universe is calling me. And see, I want you to see this. He's not calling you emotionally. It's not me calling you. He is touching your heart. This is God of the universe saying, I'm calling you. I'm calling you to be hungry, to be humble, to go after the things of God, to be touched with my fire. People around you will say, and he says this in Isaiah, kings will come to the brightness of the glory rising upon you. Kings will come. Kings to you, a citizen of heaven, a child of God most high. If that's you, just lift your hands right now. Lord, that's me. I want to be touched by you. I want what you have. I want to walk. And Lord, I want to serve you with everything that I have. Just pray this prayer right now. Say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. You're the director.
5: Whatever you tell me to do,
0: I will do. Every step. I will not hold back. I believe you died for me. And I believe that God brought you back to life. And when He raised you out of that death, you did not leave me in that place you of death. Didn't, you didn't but leave me in that place. you raised me up with you,
5: you,
0: up to, with fullness you. To, fullness you. to fullness of life. And the Holy Ghost and, the Holy and, your, Ghost. Fire
5: and your fire seated with me seated with
0: you, with you. In, heavenly in heavenly places. As you are, Jesus, As you are Jesus. so I am. So I in, am this world, in this world, I receive, it today.
3: I receive it today. Pray
0: this with me right now. Just lift your hands right now. Say, Jesus, Jesus I ask you, ask you, do what John the Baptist said. Baptize me today with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Ghost. And, fire. and fire in Jesus' name. Now in just receive. I want you to take your hand, put it on your head, and receive right now. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, fire of God, fall on every person whose heart hungers after you. Fire of God, fall now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let them be changed. Let them be filled. Let them be your ambassador. Let them walk in your wholeness. Lord, let them walk as your witness and never be the same. Mars, refine, purify. God is calling you to a different place. It's happening now in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come
1: on, keep your hands lifted. Pastor Brian, come join us over here. Come on, just sing in the spirit right now. Allow a fresh touch of the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire to come upon your life right now in jesus name come on reach out reach out just receive just receive lift that heavenly tongue right now come on come on worship team let's just sing in the spirit right now come on lift your voices lift your voices allow a move of the holy ghost us in fire lord come on zoomers Worship everyone on Zoom, come on, lift your hands. Nante on Zoom, lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands, there we are. Worship him, worship him, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire. Oh shake
2: Come on, fresh fire, fresh fire. Sandarama, 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 Sandarama,
1: Sandarama, 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 Sandarama,
2: Sandarama, 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 I'm a Monday.
1: is so strong here tonight. His presence is so strong. I want you right now in His presence right now. Take your cup. Take your bread. Right now in every home. yes, We're going to cut covenant tonight. Yeah. And the covenant we're going to cut tonight with the blood of the Lamb and the body of Jesus is Lord less of us more of you yeah. more of your fire in my life the call of god has gone out to people all over god's challenged you as a born again spirit-filled believer to get hungry for him to get desperate for him tonight yes i want this meal to be a covenant meal when you say lord i'm partaking tonight because i mean business with you yes I'm serious with you. Yes, I want more of you. Yes. And Lord, we take the bread and we take the cup. Your word tells us to do it in remembrance of you. But Lord, what we remember is the victory, the power, the breakthrough. And Lord, we're desperate for more of you. You've spoken a strong yes. word through Pastor Brian into our lives tonight. And, Lord, as your people all over the networks of the world, from Cape Town to Cairo, all across England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, all around the Americas, Lord, all over the world, Lord, we're choosing to make a covenant with you tonight. Less of us, more of you. Jesus partake of your your bread which represents your body and your blood which is represented in this cup and Lord we receive all you have for us tonight in Jesus name let's partake of the bread and everyone at home right now let's partake of the cup. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's what I want us to do. We've got a matter of minutes left. I want you to take a seed tonight and I want you to put it into fertile ground. I want you to sow a seed into this word that your life will never be the same. That your life will move into a different level in every area of your life. I want you to make sure. This is what Pastor Brian was talking about when God spoke to him. In that meeting, there was a decision that he had to make to say, Lord, tonight's my night of turnaround. Tonight's my night of desperation. Tonight's my night of hunger. Tonight's my night. And Lord, you've called us tonight. And Father, every seed... That we sow tonight, Lord, I ask that it would be a seed of increase of you in our lives. More fire upon our lives than ever before. Lord, we need fire upon our families. We need fire upon our business. We need fire upon our church. We need fire upon, Lord, everything we put our hand to. Lord, we need your fire in our lives. And Father, we take a seed that represents our covenant with you tonight. And we put a seed into fertile ground tonight. And we say, Lord, send your fire. Send your fire. Send your fire into our lives. We are covenant partners with you, my God. And tonight, we trust in you. We trust in you. Your word says, whatever we sow, we will reap. Yeah. And therefore Lord we bring what is valuable and precious to us we sow it. And we say Lord more yes. of your yes. holy ghost fire yes. upon our lives. Thank you, oh come on. Thank you. Just shout out to him right now we yes. you are
0: Say more Lord. More, More, More,
1: more. More, more. More, more. More, more. Come on, I want to hear you in your home I want to hear you in your home Say more, Lord More of your fire, more of your anointing Get desperate, get hungry Get hungry and desperate for more Get hungry and desperate for more More of him More of, him. More of you, Lord We won't do this without you we got to
3: have you your
2: power
1: your power your power in our lives. less of us and more of you we sow a seed for more tonight Lord. more of your fire more of your goodness more of you in our lives thank you jesus what a night what a night what a night Fire here. Yeah. feel his presence here coming through these airwaves into every one of your homes right now. Yeah. Every single one of your homes right now. Blessed shall you be, blessed shall you be yes. wherever you go. Tomorrow morning, you're gonna wake up and you're gonna feel that fire inside. Oh. You. You're gonna feel the power of God, you're gonna feel revived, you're gonna feel free. You're going to feel totally delivered. You're going to feel like a new person when you wake up tomorrow. Because the fire of God has come and
2: touched your life tonight.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed shall you be going in. Blessed shall you be coming out. Blessed shall be the fruit of your basket. Blessed shall be every single one of your needs. You shall
2: be blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Remnant, take us home in the blessing of God tonight. Come and lift your hands.
1: Say, Lord, I love you. Oh, Lord, I bless you. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him now.